Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the Fruited Plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with me uh, on this great day in the USA as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show daily over the talk monster Red State Talk Radio, the largest talk platform in uh, the nation and, uh, hey, the most listened to as well. Uh, Walking through Times Square, look up above Ripley's, believe it or not. And the C.L. Bryant Show is on the giant board there in Times Square. And every hour, 24 hours a day, the show does pop up on uh, the big screen. And C.L.'s face looking right back at you. There in Times Square, thank all of you for making the show as popular as it has become. I thank God that it has become also one of his tools in our arsenal and the weapons of warfare against those things that would tear down not only us as uh, people under a Judeo-Christian ethic, but also as a nation collectively, regardless of what your ethnic or your faith background is. You're listening to The C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, and uh, hey, I'm just back. It was amazing, folks. I, uh, I came back in from Utah were the beautiful mountains out there, uh, snow-capped. They were snow-capped. It was snowing up there in the mountains, but there was no snow down in the valley in Salt Lake uh, where I was at the Eagle Forum Convention. Uh, Lord blessed us to uh, speak to that group of fine patriots and uh, met a lot of people. I met friends, I think, um, for uh, the journey ahead of me and the journey that's ahead of us. I've met friends, and it's always good to network with people all over the United States, all over the world. Uh, the Lord is blessed to uh, have this show and me uh, through Freedom Works and uh, with Freedom Works and uh, Freedom Works through me as well. Uh, they have been uh, blessed, and I certainly hope that we have been a blessing to you, and this show has been a blessing to you. Well, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, I mean, a lot to talk about today, folks. And uh, I want you to understand, uh, by the way, coming up um, at the, um, let's see, coming up at 12, 12.05 Central, my time, um, Mason Weaver will be joining me. Uh, Mason, of course, Christian activist and author, uh, father, grandfather, widower like I am now. In fact, he lost his wife um, um, about a 
a month, maybe two, before I did. I'm coming up on a year now, and um, the 26th of February be a year that I had lost Jane. But uh, the Lord has been gracious. He has um, sent um, people and situations my way to help me through and over that, and I'm grateful to him for that. And, and, and the low places that we find ourselves in, a friend of mine sent this to me, uh, not long ago, and um, not really sure um, what may have been the unction for the sending of this to me, but um, it speaks to me, it speaks to America, and it, it, especially now that all of us feel as though, hey, the wind in our sail may be gone, but I still must tell you that our anchor holds and grips the solid rock, the sure foundation at least mine does, of um, my faith in Christ. And that's that's just my discipline. Now, I think that we should talk more about it because none of us um, belong in um, the low places that we find ourselves in. And um, I do thank God for the people that he sends along to help us out of those low places. Why? Because you don't belong for the prodigal son. It was a pig. It was pigs. <laughs> yeah. It, it, he found himself. Sir, what? <laughs> that's, that's, that's what woke him up when he came to himself. When a moment of clarity happened, America, if, if you want to go back and study that story, if, if in the book of Luke, if, if you want to study that story, let me tell you something. What woke him up was reflecting on what was and what is. Oh, my oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. You knew how it was. Now you know how it is. Are you responsible for it being the way it is? The moment of clarity will say, if I hadn't done this, if I had done this, I would have talked about it. You know, I wouldn't be here. If I had talked to the old man about my dad, if I talked to dad, oh man, my dad's been gone a long time now. But there are so many times, my fellow Americans, that I wish I had talked to him. And right now, what we need is the wisdom of those who came before us because we certainly appear to be drifting out to sea America you do and you don't belong in uh, you know this this low place that uh, that uh, that you're in you don't belong in it you don't belong in it you don't belong in it uh, there was this message <laughs> I was listening to it uh, there was this message that is just just absolutely awesome. And uh, Stephen uh, Furtick, great, mighty pastor and man of God, uh, was this was sent to me. And um, hey, I agree with every aspect of it. You check it out, uh, uh, Stephen Furtick's. Uh, you don't belong. We don't belong. You don't belong in. This low place. You don't belong in this low place. Listen, it will not only speak 
to you individually, but I want you to think of our nation as well when you hear this preacher preaching this thing. I mean, man, he preached this thing too. And I want to thank uh, my friend for sending this to me. Coming up, top of the hour, uh, Mason Weaver, author, Christian activist, and my good friend will be on with me. When I was in Utah, I had a chance to speak to Eagle Forum, and uh, I spoke to them from the words, um, the weapons of our warfare. And the message that I left was pray and fight. The weapon of the warfare is pray. And you, a prayed up, tuned up uh, person, uh, you're able to fight. And America, we have to understand that we do need weapons, but the, the weapons, I think, uh, are in danger of being put on the shelf. I have never seen so many defeated Americans in my entire life. You know, I was telling this story. I was telling uh, this story about um, this this man that I, I talked to in, in Oregon, or a man came and talked to me in Oregon some time ago. I was speaking up there, and um, after he came and um, waited, he waited for everybody, everybody to sort of dissipate, you know, shake hands and pictures and all that kind of thing. And then he came to me, and he, he asked me this. Uh, he, he said, you know what, uh, CL introduced himself. Olaf was his name. He's an Eastern Bloc uh, refugee. Never will forget this. He said, you know what, CL? Uh, I'm seeing something in Americans that I've never seen before. I said, what? Fear. I see fear. And, and it struck me, my, my fellow citizens, that The rest of the world looks at us Americans as fearless. Did you understand? Do you understand that? They they look at us as fearless. Why? Because that is the image that our history, our DNA, our founding, our revolutions, both of them, both the the, uh, founding revolutionary war and the civil revolutionary war in this country. Both of them gave an example or pointed to an example of a race of people. And that's what my book's about, A Race for Freedom. I'm talking about a race of people, Americans, that were brave enough, bold enough to ford the rivers, brave the frontier, Climb the mountains, civilize the swamps. Americans, that's what we did. 
by the grace of God. And we were blessed from sea to shining sea for creating a nation that had never existed before, a place where every man, woman, boy, girl can place their God-given gift on the table, whatever that may be. And I pray, God, you discover that what that is and let it bless you the way you bless others with it. Be a blessing. That is um, what I attempt to be, sometimes, many times, misunderstood for it. Can't help being me, but you can always be a blessing. And I, I tweeted out and, and uh, Instagrammed out a little earlier today something that I, I want to um, read for you. Because it, 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 it blessed me. It really did. And, and, and in these times right now that we are about to face, and friends, I got to tell you, you must know that there's going to be some difficult times ahead of us here. Very, very short order. Mason Weaver is going to be on with me at the top of the next hour, and he's a Christian activist author. My friend, uh, Mason Weaver, Weaver, will be on with me. But you must know that if you are not currently with the program, oh, you don't know what the program is? <laughs> oh, you don't know what the program is? You haven't, you haven't seen what the program is? It is the utter, thorough, fundamental change of America. Haven't you heard? We actually allowed the numbers to be manipulated in such a way without any type of rebellion. And I'm not talking about storming the Capitol. I'm talking about long before any of that happened, you knew on election night that something very bogus was occurring. Why are we just waiting till now uh, to make someone heinous in the actions of outrageous Americans when you didn't do it while the streets were being looted, rioted, and businesses were being burned. Why now? You don't know what's going on here? And, and, and by your silence, America, and by your condemnation of those who were, yeah, misled, Big time, but by your condemnation of their zeal for a nation they feel is going up in flames anyway. I don't agree with anyone who wants to assault the capital of the United States. I believe they should be arrested, charged, and then sentenced to the strongest letter of the law for doing so. I would have never stormed the Capitol under those circumstances. 
if AOC becomes president of the United States, oh, no, well, it doesn't matter. If AOC becomes um, uh, Speaker of the House, oh, not Speaker of the House, but uh, Senate Majority Leader, and Chuck Schumer's frightened of, the, of her, so he will do her bidding to keep her from primarying him. You better keep that in mind. I might storm it if uh, I might storm the Capitol if she. <laughs> I don't know. Not funny. Nice lady, uh, it appeared, uh, lost her life uh, in that melee that was so unnecessary and that the president was so not responsible for, even though he acknowledges that quite possibly um, his words may have um, lent itself uh, itself to inciting those who were more feeble of mind. Believe it or not, that's pretty big because I don't think that um, he was responsible for the actions of anyone. You're responsible for your own actions. That's always the case. Don't you ever forget that. That's what happened to the people who found themselves storming the Capitol. They forgot that. You're You're responsible for your actions. Don't you ever forget that, Americans. I take full responsibility for anything that I may have done. And I certainly want to uh, make certain that you take responsibility or at least examine yourself and make sure that you take responsibility for what you may or may not be doing as well. How are you contributing to all of this that's going on? How, How did you contribute to that? Huh? And, and and my my fellow Americans, let me ask you this. Now that we have seen the enemy, and the enemy is us, what then are we going to do about this? It's good to have the answers, and we have them. On the 21st of, of uh, January, Joe Biden, without question, uh, unless something occurs out of the realm of divinity, will be sworn in as the 46th president of the United States of America. What will happen to the Biden uh, uh, probe into his son or the probe into Hunter Biden? (laughs) It's too much other stuff on the table now. They're going to bury that. But what are you going to do? Because you may very well have a president who has a son who's a political pawn of the Chinese and it may be possible that his father is complicit. Are you going to let that story go away while they railroad the only legitimate president of the United States? I'll be back. I want to read something for you when I return.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you. Let them, let them judge you. Let them misunderstand you. Let their gossip, let them gossip about you. Their opinions aren't your problems. You stay kind, committed to love, and free in your authenticity. No matter what they do or say, don't you dare doubt your worth or the beauty of your truth. Just keep shining like you do. The beauty of my truth has always been Jesus Christ. He is the truth. And though sometimes uh, your light, my light, and I know I speak for myself, doesn't shine as brightly as it should. It still shines, especially when I go to the one who is able to cleanse it and clean it. And I thank God for that. And so let them judge you. If you have this, Americans, you need to understand if, in fact, we are to fight this battle that we are going to have to fight in the very near future, you are not going to, you can't be afraid of the slings and arrows. You cannot be afraid of the slings and arrows. That come your way and that will be coming your way. And you got to remember this. My good friend, Dr. Marlene set this on the show a couple of days ago. You remember this. You get more of what you talk about. You become what you think about. All they want you to think about now is unrest and race. Unrest and Trump being responsible for that and race. And then they want to couple the two together. Yeah. To create this, I don't know, menage of unrest and race, race and unrest. 
here in the near, near future, I'm going to have on um, a good friend of mine, Chris Ann Hall, and her husband, JC. I'm going to have them both on, both ministers of the gospel, uh, ministers to Haiti, missionaries to Haiti. And they have a new video that is um, coming out that I'm wanting them to tell you about. And, it, it, you know, Chris Ann's going to hit on this in, in this video, the fact that... Um, there are churches now, and I know it's true. I know it's true. There, there are many churches who uh, don't want me to come. Many. Oh, no. Oh, no. They'd rather swing through hell on a dried corn stalk than to have me come. That, that pastor would rather do that than to have me come to his church. Oh, he's afraid some people would get upset. And I'm sure some people would. And it's uh, to the, um, actually it does speak to the culture of the church today because pastors want to um, placate and to pacify the members with a kinder, gentler gospel. That's never been me. And so, uh, you know, I've been accused uh, recently of being, uh, telling people, you like to tell people what they want to hear. No, I've never been, I've never been that. I've never been that. I've never even been one to show people what they want to see. No, in fact, uh, many times it gets you in trouble when you just be you, okay, and let everything else shine out. Oh, yeah, there's some things that need to be knocked off of you. Uh, that's for sure that accumulate over a dormant period of time. And what has happened in America is that we have been dormant for so long that we have been now manipulated by the dormancy and the perfect storm of a pandemic that happened on the watch of the most prolifically uh, productive president this country has ever seen. Donald Trump never failed the country. Do you realize that? In fact, the country's production was at a record high. This thing that uh, I have, have just read to you, I certainly, in fact, I'll, I'll shoot this over so that the president can have this. Because I certainly trust that he understands that he just needs to let them judge him. Let them judge you. Let them misunderstand you. Let them create the gossip about you. Their opinions aren't your problems. In fact, put a pen right there. The problems that this president had was him. And that, my friends, is a shining example to all of us. Listen, you know that I gave I gave the advice right here on this show, um, not three days ago, not four days ago, or at least before all of this happened. I said this. The president need only to lay low and wait until about an hour before Joe Biden is inaugurated and on the dot an hour before he's inaugurated announce your run 
for the presidency in 2024. The party was yours before uh, this fiasco in the Capitol. But to your credit, you do acknowledge that quite possibly you were instrumental in it. I don't think you were. But I give you give that to your credit. But the weapons that they used to create this were already being planned. When they heard of the march, and when they heard you say, come to D.C., when they, I'm talking about the, the socialists, the leftists, when they heard that, you better know that the plans to do what was done was put in motion. And you never know whose palms were greased in order to bring about what is now happening. You do realize that they are trying to bar (laughs) this president from ever running for office again. Why? Let me tell you why. They are terrified of him. And not because they feel that he's some danger to the nation. Oh, no, 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 no. They are terrified of him. Because they know that he was effective in lowering the temperature of their swamp. And being the reptiles that they are. Oh, yeah. Oh, they are reptilian. In their attack upon American principles, they are reptilian. No question about it. And so, my friends, when we look at the remedy, and yes, there there is a remedy for this. We're in a situation How do we get out? The way we've always gotten out, but the the method being presented to us is not that way. It is a, uh, Michael, row your boat ashore kind of thing where everybody gets a car. Soon the car breaks down. Now you don't have the mechanics nor the parts to fix it because you've all become consumers. And you, we are seeing a system being put in place to destroy the producers. America is becoming a nation of consumers. Yeah. And a system is being put in place to us destroy and attack the producers. Look at what happened to Parler. 
It was productive. Oh, my goodness. I wish I had invested in that. Because now I have a feeling that everybody that did is going to be incredibly wealthy. Because Parler, I do believe, has an open and shut antitrust violation lawsuit. There is no question that Apple, Google, uh, the platforms that were necessary for them to reach the masses. There's no question that they were interfered with by those who have a monopoly. No one, even even the ACLU thinks that, you know, something was really wrong with uh, them shutting down Parler. That, 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 oh my God. And this type of overreach is good. But it seems as though we're in a season of that. It seems that we're overkilling some things. The, the president over, the, listen, I've said it, uh, I'm going to say it again, and I think he knows it, he realizes it, it himself. He overplayed his hand. You know, you, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away. And hey, that's it. He didn't know when to walk away. Throw, throw the cards in. Throw those, throw the cards in. The fix was in. Know when to hold them. Okay, you were holding them pretty good, Mr. President. You were throwing these balls and, you, I mean, these rallies and so forth. That was holding them. But then when the courts shut the door to any legal actions, I know uh, that you should have folded then and went to plan B and determine what you're going to do next as far as running for president if you want to or how you're going to uh, commandeer the party because it was your party up until a couple of days ago. It was your party. But even they are trying to wrest it from your hands now. You do have 70 million people and a few of them may have dwindled, but there's still at least 70 million people who think you had the right stuff. And, and, and so let them judge you and let them misunderstand you. And their opinions aren't your problems. Realize you're the problem. And that's what all of us individually must examine ourselves. You stay kind, though. And this is what 
was missing. I know you stole this from me. Listen, I don't know if you've ever been in this situation, but uh, uh, years ago, Jane and I lived down on, on our on a farm. It was working. We had horses, cows, pigs, sheep, goat. We had everything. She even had doves. And uh, who, when one of my daughters brought home, Carissa brought home a, a cat. And the doves, um, well, feathers and feet is all we found. That's all I can say. But the point is this. Um, we lived on this farm and you have to stay kind regardless of what happened and be self-sufficient help those that you can help and quite frankly there's some people who um you know, you won't be able to help. You may try, but you you won't be able to help them. And this is the circumstance. This is the situation that we're going to have to choose between as we look at the two emerging philosophies in this country right now. And one is to make everyone a consumer of what America has put in store. Raid the storehouse. But we're going to have to approach this in a fashion that the spirit of this nation was founded upon, and that's Judeo-Christian ethics and principles. So you're going to have to stay kind, regardless of how they want to treat you. Okay, and I'm not talking about turning. I'm not talking about slapping, letting somebody slap you, and then you turn the other cheek and let you slap you on the other cheek. In fact, folks, that's not even what that's about. We'll talk about that another time. With the way you're interpreting, all all you wind up is slapped around. And for some reason, that is exactly what's happening to Christians because they don't understand their own dogma and theology. Because we have been uh, tempered down and we have been made to comply to the social engineering and the political correctness in the church that even we water down our message and make it mean something else to what it should be. And we'll talk about that turn the other cheek thing here in just a little bit. Jesus was... Uh, being literal, but he was also giving an example of how you can become destitute. And that's what's happening. We'll talk about that. So let them judge you. I I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die for 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. To win some to our side. You sometimes have to put up with stuff, don't you? Yeah, you do. That's uh, the turning of the other cheek and and moving on down the road from that. You give them uh, your cloak, too. And this is a lesson that you learn as you go along. And the giving of the cloak is is, uh, put there to to see how God will provide you with another, an even better one for being a conduit. And I found that if you let things flow through you, then God continues to give things to you. Yeah, if you you be a blessing to somebody, you 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 know, bless bless those. You bless those who even despitefully use you. Bless those who persecute you. Bless them. Be a blessing. Let them judge you. Let them misunderstand you. Let them gossip about you. Let them gossip about you. Their opinions aren't your problems. You can become your problem, though. But you stay kind. And here's a word committed to love. Regardless of bitterness that may be directed at you. And this is, this is a good word for all of us as Americans. It's a good word for the president. And this is where he lost it. And I, you know, listen, I, I get it. I get it. No, well, I understand that bitterness. Believe me, I do. You hear me still talk about, and, and, and he'll talk about this the rest of his life. The president will talk about this heist that occurred to him the rest of his life. Because I talk to you still about my church uh, that the, the Lord allowed me to build, Cedar Hill Baptist, uh, you know, down in um, between Mansfield, Logansport, Grand Cane, you know, right there on uh, 81, the the highway beautiful church but it wasn't for me now he let me build it but uh it wasn't for me and i i find myself i found myself bitter at folks who um, seemed against my brand of politics and messaging 
at the time. No, I didn't preach politics from the pulpit. I preached Jesus from the pulpit. But when I was out of the pulpit, you know, doing, I coupled the two. I coupled the gospel of Jesus Christ and the good news of America. That's how I presented it. I coupled the two. But uh, my deacons didn't like that. I stayed kind, committed to loving them. And, 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 and this is what was necessary in order to remain authentic. Is that you remain free in your own authenticity. Whoever you're unique among all the peoples on the earth. You are. And because we have a nation like we do, this nation is unique among all nations on the earth. I'm a Louisianian. And in fact, I'm headed down to uh, down to New Orleans this this uh, this weekend, headed down to New Orleans this weekend. And uh, let me let me tell you something. It is a unique city, although I tell you what. COVID is everywhere down there. I think they're they're back to phase one or something like that. But I, you know, I won't be hanging around with a bunch of folks. Um, but I'll be in New Orleans this weekend, and and it's authentic. It's an authentic city. I I, I have never never been in a city that is as authentic as New Orleans, and. Um, I, I've never, well, I'll say at least before Katrina, it was most authentic among all cities I'd, I'd, I'd ever been in. And of course I may be a little biased because I am a Louisiana, a Louisianian. No matter what, my friends, they say or do what they do or say, no matter what. They do or say, don't you dare doubt your worth. Americans, the codependency that we are being led to will certainly make you doubt your worth. Yeah, my father's fridge is full. There is no question about that. Yeah. Or the beauty of what you hold to be true. Your truth. But you must ask yourself, where is that getting and taking you? And is there something or someone that is being placed to help that's being rejected? That's what I see with uh, America and, and what's happening here with the president. Uh, there, there is actually someone that is that was placed there to help. But because of flaws or faults and whatever, you reject it to help. You rejected what, what God had sent. And, and America, I don't believe you did. 
I believe it was done for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe it was done for you and you believed it. Even though you saw the good with your own eyes. But the flaw in character was the most outstanding thing causing us as Americans, and I don't believe that we did, to embrace a narrative that even though this guy was 90% exactly what the doctor ordered, oh, but I got to throw him away because of that 10% there. It's got to go. No, you, that's what, that's where you start giving to God and trusting him. And America, we have made a mistake in not standing up. And Republicans, let me tell you something with all of the looting and the burning and the uh, murder of police officers in the streets while they sat in their cars with all of that going on and Nancy Pelosi condoning that Chuck Schumer condoning it giving excuse for it to BLM and Antifa with them condoning it Republicans don't you tell me that you're going to stand by and watch them railroad Donald John Trump yeah yes you are you are standing by watching them railroad Donald John Trump and 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 we're sick of it You're, you're, you were mealy. You were, I, I, any of you remember John Boehner as Speaker of the House? They were mealy mouthed behind John Boehner. Paul Ryan, same way. Yeah, same way. I, I, I tell you something that uh, Jim, I don't believe it be that way in a Jim Jordan. I believe I, I believe Jim Jordan be a far better uh, speaker of the House than Kevin McCarthy. But I'd go along with Kevin if it meant that we could have a, a Republican speaker of the House. Yeah, because then all of us could commit a felony and hold uh, his feet to the fire. Yeah, we could do it. But we can't do nothing now. We, we are not able to do anything now because we're too busy watching them in front of our very eyes railroad this president over something that they did on a scale that was massive. The hypocrisy that we are tolerating here is absolutely suffocating. It is suffocating. The hypocrisy, don't, can't you see it? Oh my goodness. And my friends, the character of a nation 
is in question. What does this say about us? What does it say about us? You, me. Our children are programmed uh, for a new morality. You do understand that, don't you? Oh, those things that we, you know, once thought were indecent. It's not indecent anymore. Our children are programmed for a new morality. And the type of things that you see where evil is being called good and good is being called evil. You've been warned. The character of a nation. is on display. And you're going to have to answer America as to what was it you were thinking that got you to this place because you become what you think about. So a man thinks. So as a, so a man thinketh. Scripture. The man. So so a man thinketh. In his heart. That's how he is. In his heart. Actions many times do not be uh, give reference to what is truly in a person's heart. Actions are sometimes. <laughs> done through mental uh, sleight of hand, sleight of mind. <laughs> Actions happen because you, 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 you operate, you act because of a sleight of mind. Mason Weaver coming up with me after the top of the hour. You don't want to miss this one. CL on with Mason after these words. The weapons of our warfare. Pray and fight. Come along with me as we build the bridge. When I return with more of the C.L. Bryant Show. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. 
Welcome back, everybody, throughout the Fruited Plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show, coast to coast and border to border on the Talk Monster Red State Talk Radio, the largest talk platform in the nation and the most listened to, traveling through Times Square, look up above Ripley's, believe it or not, and the Red State Talk billboard is right there in Times Square, and 24 hours a day, seven days a week, the C.L. Bryant Show does pop up there, and C.L.'s face is looking right back at you there in, uh, well, what once was a great city, New York, but I don't know, we'll see, (laughs) we'll see what goes on uh, in the future, folks, as far as it goes. On with me now someone that I met 11 years ago. It's hard to believe that that much time has passed uh, since I met him. In fact, this year will be 12. Um, and Mason Weaver uh, is an author, Christian, and he is certainly uh, an activist in this fight to save our republic. And someone whose opinion I do value, and I thank him for his friendship. Uh, and I, of course, uh, join him in uh, us uh, mem- commemorating uh, the loss of our wives. And so Mason uh, has been a, a very strong uh, uh, tower for me in, in these times where, you know, you need each other. You talk to each other and, uh, and you, you help each other. And thank you for that, Mason. God bless you and keep you welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. How are you, brother? I am all right. It's always a pleasure to be with you, sir. It's always. You, you're, my, you're my hero, man. You keep knocking these giants down. The last keep popping up again. They you your bag full of stones. <laughs> Take no prisoners. God bless you and keep you, Mason. Mason, well, since the last time we talked, man, uh, everything that I really had not wanted to happen has happened. And uh, But God is still sovereign as far as that's concerned. My trust is in him. How do we as Americans go forward? Give us some advice. We need to hear from you. Well, first, understand something. Primarily understand this. When God ends this world, it would not be political. God does not respect politicians. He does not respect kings or rulers. God, as you mentioned, is sovereign. So when the end comes, it will be, be it will not be illustrated by Nancy Pelosi or, or Biden. Uh, the reason we're in the situation we're in right now is that the people of God have not followed God. We have allowed sinful men to rule over us. We've allowed sinful men to tell us what the laws are going to be. We have not fought back when they put down every vote on homosexuality. We said no, but we still have it, don't we? Because the rulers gave it to us, and we did not do anything about it. We're now allowing them to look us in our face and say, your churches are not essential. But the liquor store is. We said nothing. We have pastors who allow their congregation to be told when they can hug and kiss, when they can shout and praise God by bail. And God did, did not... Tolerate that in judges. He did not tolerate that with Moses and the people. He will not tolerate that with us. We will suffer until we get enough. We will suffer to return back to God. And we will suffer. You either suffer in it or you suffer through it. But right now, we have elected cruel rulers over us. So, what we should do is first understand this is not the end. This is a test. God has given us a chance to go back and 
worship him. And if we do that, those who are called by his name, then we're going to be restored. If we don't do that, we're going to suffer until our kids get enough. But we're going to, God wants to get, we get enough. Mason, let me ask you this. Is it now uh, a possibility? And, and you saw the the distance that we came. You and I both uh, worked on the advisory board to the president, Black Voices for Trump. Uh, you saw how far the black vote had come in this past election. Let me ask you, is it possible now that uh, because of the turn of events, uh, and they trusted their vote in the Republican Party, some of them for the very first time. Is it possible now that they just go back with the tide, that they're pushed or uh, swept back out to sea? I mean, wh- what happens? Give us, give us an idea of how you're seeing this. Well, what, what political event can make you vote Democrat, brother? <laughs> make make you vote Republican. I'm sorry. Make you vote Republican. I'm sorry. Did I misspeak? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, once you, once you know what freedom is, you may disappoint it. You may disappoint it. You may, you may even believe some of the things they're saying. But they cannot say enough. I want to say a hardcore Democrat. I work for congressional people. I was a Black Panther. I, I was a Berkeley radical. Uh, there, there is nothing they can get me to go back and support them. But I may, what I may do, though, is continue to surrender to them, to the, to the authority. We're going to have to, you and I, and people with the same people are going to have to gather these new folks around us. We're going to have to put them under our influence and keep them in information. Because right now, you see they're shutting down information. They want to be the only source of information because they know we will give up our freedom to eat. They think that we give up our freedom to be warm. Uh, that's the problem. So we have to, we the people of God, have to act like we believe in God, which means we got to get loud. We got to get louder and louder. If we do that, the boldness gave us Trump. It was Trump's boldness that had him win the election. It was his ideas. His ideas were not new. His ideas agreed with our ideas. And once we heard someone stating those ideas, we said, oh, there's our leader. It's going to take Reverend Bryant. It's going to take Mason Weaver. Stand up and say lie what everybody already knows. And then they will follow us if we're going someplace. Everyone listening, you, you, have a, you have a ministry now. You have seen the truth. That means you are responsible for the truth now. You cannot sit and just have the truth. God may give you knowledge for your own benefit. We have to stand up and shout out. Once you see the truth, Mason Weaver is saying this to us, now you're responsible for it. Now, once you receive something, in other words, my pastor, James A. Bennett, says this a lot, too. Uh, once you receive something, now you're responsible for it. It's yours. And, and so now what are you going to do with it? So so this is what Mason Weaver is saying to you. He's saying, folks, we, we understand certain truths about ourselves here in America. Mason, you're working on several projects. Give us the one that you want to uh, us to pay close attention to here in the coming days. After our children, they, they don't mind killing you either, but they're after our children and after the institution of America, the institution of they want to control the input for your children. The only way we can fight back, strong marriages. You mentioned you and I, very strong marriages we have. You give us a reason to conquer the world. Because you're lazy. And wife and kids, you're going to conquer the world for that. We both lost our wives, so we're not going to have some. Mason, you're breaking up. You're breaking up on me now. I'm saying still. That's why I want you guys to put on the whole ball because I can't. 
and I'm like in the country. It's very defensible land, but you ain't talking about. Believe me, I understand, man. When I'm down in Grand Cane, the whole thing like that, I just have to stay right where it is. But hey, you're absolutely right. And so, tell us what are you working on? What's your latest projects that you want us to know about? We are writing. I'm writing a book. This the secrets only a wife would know. Trying to encourage that relationship between that man and that woman. That's the key. If we get men and women in their roles that God put us in, then we're going to raise his children a certain way. It will be um, vulnerable to the wills of the government in school and entertainment. We have an organization called Lead the Plantation, that Roger, another one called Revelation Gospel Ministry. We're going to start a ministry to bring people under our leadership and our, under our guidance. We're going to give them a shield to the dread that's coming out of the world. So everyone can go to our website. Uh, RevelationGospelMinistries.org and LeadPlantation.org. We have 11 books out now, hundreds of videotapes. We're going to expand that just to get a, a, some insight. And men should be married because God said it's not good for us to be single. Be alone. And a single man is, is a curse on the community. Look look at the cops. They're all they're mostly married. And the gang members are mostly single. Who runs for the name of destroying things? need to be married to a woman and loves her enough to live with him and man loves her enough to die wow. for her. That's called family. Man, I uh, want uh, so uh, the things that only a wife should know. Uh, that uh, where where can we get we can get that at either one of the websites, Mason. Stand still so we can hear it real good. Yes. We're going to be offering it online. Is that the um, the proof is right now should be out by Valentine's Day. Then go to our website, uh, which is Revelation Gospel Ministries, and then also go to um, our leadplantation.org site. We, it's not it's not highly visible. We're going to be doing that next couple of days. You can hunt for a little bit, or you can search on my Facebook page uh, under that name, Secrets Only Wives Should Know, and come on the Facebook group and get that. Secrets Only Wives Should Secrets only wives should know. Mason Weaver, continue to fight the good fight. And thank you so much for being on with us today. Uh, God bless you and God keep you is my prayer for you. Hey, man, I'll talk to you real soon. Thank you, sir. God bless you. Bye-bye. I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. That was Mason Weaver. And, um, you know, I I get it uh, sometimes out in the uh, countryside like that. Believe me, I've had to. I've wrestled and sweated through those kinds of interviews uh, when I was on with someone else when I was out in the, the country. But it was so beautiful out there. But I want to thank Mason for being on with us here today. And I want to thank you for coming along with us daily uh, as we build the bridge to conversation. I was saying to you now, um, before all of this uh, went down as to um, in, in the first half of the show, and if you don't get both hours of the show, be sure to download free the C.L. Bryant Show app, free app, uh, onto your iPhone or, you know, um, device, whatever device you got. Just download it. Anywhere you go, the shows are all archived there, and uh, I've gotten better at saving them so I don't mess up nearly as many as I once did. There are some really great shows that, well... Swept out on the cutting room floor. <laughs> but friends, 
truth is this. I was saying to you, um, I've been asked, why did uh, the president behave the way that he, he did? And, uh, and I, I told them this. The president is a businessman. And he understands percentages. And having been in the financial world for a long time in my life, you know, mortgage originator and, you know, loan, small loan um, lender, you know, I understand percentages. And, and, and the reason the president was so angry is because he understands percentages. He understands when certain percentages leave column B and go to column A. Like the black vote and the Hispanic vote. Then there's no way for column A where the votes went to. To come up deficit. You just can't. It's not mathematically possible unless those numbers are manipulated artificially. What you can do to numbers, but the numbers in their pure state don't lie. One and one is always going to be two. So it's going to be two there. And if you multiply them, uh, you know, uh, one and one is two, two and two is going to make four. You can just multiply them, you know, or you can add to them or you can subtract from them. But you take the one away from the two, it's going to just be one. It's always going to be that way. And that's the way it works with percentages. And Trump understood what percentages moved. And we also know that there is no way that Joe Biden could have gotten a higher percentage of the black of, of the black vote than Barack Obama, unless that was artificial. There's no way. He did not get a a bigger percentage of the Latino vote. I mean, there's no way. And so the percentages began to lie. And and so that's why Donald Trump was so angry is because it, it was blatant that the numbers were lying It was blatant. And so (laughs) abuse of the system has been taken, has, has taken place. It has been ignored. And obviously we have forgotten what the purpose of our nation and who we are as Americans is we have given ourselves over to the lunacy of Chuck Schumer, that vulture and Nancy Pelosi. It's because we also have forgotten. This is something also my, my pastor, James A. McMinnis says a lot and has gotten me saying it around the country. In fact, I've all, all given us pastor. You, you need to know that I've given a speech, um, <laughs> on on this on this phrase that you have a purpose with a name americans you are that 
you are a purpose with a name and right now you are being redefined in ways that is unhealthy and I want you to remember this definitions determine destination said it many times Definitions determine destination. And if you are a purpose with a name, how are you defining yourself? Is there someone that can assist? Purpose with a name. Whatever your name is. There is some type of purpose as an American, as an individual that you have to bring to the table. The founders said that you were given that ability to bring it to the table by your creator. I call him God. But they wanted you to know that It's something that no one has the right to stymie you on. Now, that's why it's interesting to see what's happening with Pollard. Because their life, their liberty, and their pursuit of happiness is being stymied. It's being taken away by an oligarchy. Yeah. Who's controlling the narrative. And you can believe it or not. You're rebelling against the machine. You are pushing back against the machine. Big brother, are you afraid to do that? Definitions determine destinations. I want to talk to you about that in detail when I return with more of the C.L. Bryant show. We got to talk. And I want to thank you for making the show as popular as it has become. I got to tell you this also. I'm relocating down to Florida, uh, Hutchinson Island. Oh, man, I think it's going to be a bit of paradise for me. Uh, I'm really going to enjoy it. Uh, It's going to be a time of unwinding and all of that. You're going to come along with me because the show will be emanating from there. It's going to be right between Orlando and Palm Beach. And I'll be looking to affect both of those communities. I'm CL. Be right back. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop.
CL Definitions Determine Destination Definitions Determine Destination This is CL Bryant Show I am CL Bryant And thank you for coming along with us with us as we um, build a bridge to conversation right here on our great nation, in our great nation, on Red State Talk Radio. Hey, um, Dr. Marlene introduces in her book, Mountains of Deceit, many different concepts. On the show, she introduced this to me several years ago. Definitions determine destination. What you define yourself as determines where you uh, go, the the direction that you go. It determines the direction that you go. If you see yourself so a man thinketh, as a man thinketh, it's, it's scriptural. Um, you, 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 you. Then, how? How? I don't really. I'm wrestling for the word. There is a spiritual, mental, soulful programming that does occur as you ponder, as you think. And, and and if you make decisions, those decisions are usually based off of the way you were thinking, the method which you use to think. As you think inside of you in your heart, so are you. America, what are we thinking now? What's, there's this weird, strange, strange method, this strange message. Don't you hear it? It's strange. It's incomprehensible almost. It's this message that is coming out. There's this message that's coming to us, Americans, that we cannot comprehend. It's hard to understand. Are you hearing me? And we, we're, we're, we're straining preachers, teachers, yes, uh, who happen to be radio host, lovers of God and country, straining to hear the voice of God and the things that have occurred, the things that have gone on. You wonder how then does the lesson come? What lesson? What lesson? And you hear it. You begin to hear and you begin to see clearly. And you wonder sometimes why you didn't see this before. And friends, Americans, we can go into a lush period we were in we were in before corona americans we were in a lush period of time 
a land flowing we were in with milk and honey. Nearly, it won't be long now, just a few, in fact, not quite, a little over a month and one week. Yeah. A little over a month and one week, a month and a half, I'll say, a month and a half. We will have been struck with corona. To recap my life, a little over a, a month and two weeks, a month and a week, a month and a week. February 26th, I lost my wife. It would be one year. COVID hit the very next few days. I had planned her service back in Louisiana. We were in Denver, Colorado. And, oh, my, I can't, I don't even want to go in all of that because that was incredibly dark. Uh, you could not memorialize her. Churches were closed. No friends to hug. No, couldn't see your children. I thank God that they got a chance to see their mom before she w- went home. And you're basically alone. Alone. You don't know one. I don't know anyone at the, the, the stores. I don't. You don't. You're alone. And America, so many people, they kill themselves. Was not for the grace of God. Who knows? It was an incredibly dark place. And I thank God that um, finally I've been brought out of that. The problem that I'm seeing for all of us is this. There are those who want us to be there. There are those who are in control of social media platforms, the airwaves, all of that print media, all of that, who want you to be in that dark place because you're pliable. Easy to manipulate. No, friends, no. The message that America brings is that Judeo-Christian message, the message that Christ himself brings. I've come that you might have life. Yeah, and have it more abundantly. Do you have life? Have it more abundantly. When I um, am around friends or loved ones, I, I want my life to help them have life and have it more abundantly. And so that's what America's about. That's what the gospel of Christ was about. But the captives that were once set free while we were living lushly a year ago, one year ago today, oh my goodness, we were, you know what's not being talked about, especially in the year wrap up, all that could be talked about 
was what happened in March onward. Didn't talk about the prosperity that we were experiencing in in January and February of last year. Right now. Right now. Yeah. Right now. Last year. Life was totally different for all of us. Certainly. It was different for me. My wife was still alive. It was different. And all of a sudden, it was as though the rudder fell off of our plane. It began to plunge toward the ground. And we've been plunging ever since. And we have found uh, a way, they have found a way to deceive you. And we have gone along with the deception. I believe we've gone along with it because we just don't know how to fight back. And I am telling you, the weapons of our stronghold. Pray and fight. And when I say fight, there's action that must occur. What is wrong in your community? The thing is, you don't know what, I know you know what to fight. You you know what to complain about. How do I know? Because I hear you complain about it all the time. So you, if you know what to complain about, then you know what to fight. You know what? It could be your health. How do you fight? Is someone wanting to help you fight? It, It may be your school boards. Are you? Do you know what you want to fight about there? Is someone willing to help you fight? I'm telling you, the answer to those questions are yes. Someone's always presenting themselves to help you fight. I don't say always, but someone comes along. And of course, I believe this president came along who made himself willing, who made himself open to whatever slants and slurs and whatever might come along. He made himself open to it. And guess what? Didn't ask anything. Certainly, we, you know what? We don't even pay him. We didn't even pay him. Didn't even pay him. No. But he offered, he offered, offered everything that he could. Didn't expect anything in return. That's what this man did. Opened himself up to the examination, the stones and the arrows, the slings and the arrows that are thrown. And quite frankly, he would be well within his purview to say, and this is the thanks I get. No good Indeed, it seems, and I don't believe this at all, but I need to say this to make the point. It seems to us that no good deed goes unpunished. Why is that even a saying? It's because it seems that way. (laughs) 
I um, shared with um, Eagles Eagle Forum, Eagle Eagle Forum, in Utah in Salt Lake the other night, a passage of scripture, Luke eighteen. Um, Jesus opens it by saying, "Men ought to always pray and not faint." Meaning that there are some things that will cause you to faint. Yeah, but you don't have to. If you know how to relieve burden. Because if you don't relieve the burden, you're going to faint under the crush of the weight. The weight is strong. The weight is heavy. You're not that strong. You can't bear it alone. Believe me, I have tried. I can't do it. I must have his strength. Oh, my goodness. I know, folks, it ain't easy to be you. Every one of us have our own different things that we, you know, every one of us have our own different things. That we have to contend with. I know it ain't easy to be you. It ain't easy being me. Is it easy being anyone? Oh, you may say, oh, that guy that has several billion. It's easy to be him now. <laughs> Anthony Bourdain. I think this is a Chappelle skit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let us never forget killed himself and even though I'm, I'm, I'm sharing something that uh, someone said uh, Dave Chappelle actually said I want you to think about it and I know Dave can get kind of raucous and raunchy and all this kind of stuff I know that he's a brilliant mind though has a brilliant mind I don't agree with his politics whatsoever but he has a brilliant comedic mind but he says this think about it Anthony Bourdain a man who had the best job that television has ever created. He he traveled around the world and he, he met with some outstanding people and had dinner with them, ate with them in outstanding places. This man with that job hung himself. Chappelle says, in a luxury hotel suite. Where was he? In France? I think it's Paris somewhere. Yeah. While he tells the story of another fellow who he knew in high school, who's from the street, who was very smart, made it to law school all the way, yada, yada. Met this girl in law school and wanted to get married. He told him, save her for later, man. But he didn't. They married. And before long, it all fell apart. And he didn't have anything. And she took half of that when they divorced. <laughs> and so and, and, and so the point is, he ran into him a little bit later on. Years later, he had dropped out of law school and life had gone pretty bad for him and he was buying his son some socks at the Foot Locker, and 
Guess we ran into that fella. He was dressed like a referee and everything. He was managing the footlocker. And uh, the point is, Dave was trying to say, was that even though he was living with his mother and Dave took him out for some dinner and drinks, he said, Dave said that it never occurred to that guy to kill himself. Even though his life was certainly no Anthony Bourdain's, was it? So there is a thought pattern (laughs) that we have toward those who you think have overcome that could be absolutely wrong. Friends, the more you pursue without the help of of the almighty that I have found, I mean, you, you bear some needless burdens and pains. And these past few months, uh, it has been true for me. Without the the help and the the the, the of Almighty God guiding and, and helping through these times, you don't know. We don't know when we pass that person on the street what is happening, what's going on. Because during all of this, guess what we've all learned to be is self-aware um, in, in, in the sense that we are withdrawn. We don't open up. We don't share anymore with people. In fact, uh, it is the interaction that we have face-to-face and the touchy and you know being able to hug and all this kind of thing that actually uh, makes things. more harmonious between us is being able to communicate openly without barriers. We were never meant to be this way. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant show. I'll return in just um, a little bit. I thank each and every one of you for coming along with me to close out the show. Be be sure to download free the CL Bryant show. Uh, whenever you are on the go, listen to us. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. All of the shows are archived right there. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the 
Home stretch of the CL Bryan show today, and uh, it's been one of those days. You know, folks, when I returned home uh, from Utah just over the weekend, uh, it was snowing here when I when I landed in Louisiana. It was so beautiful, beautiful, beautiful sight. And I, I am um, will always re- uh, maintain residency here in Louisiana, and um, we have some very interesting races coming up in my my state my home state, but I'm going to relocate uh, um, to Florida. And um, even though, like I said, I'm going to maintain residency here in Louisiana so that I can be of help to um, friends that might be running for high office here and be a part of that fabric as well. You know, I, I've come to the conclusion that um, after being with my friends uh, at my at my church, my pastor, and then being with pastoral friends like Brad Jerkovich and, and people like him, uh, I've come to the conclusion that I probably will never be detached from what's going on in my home state. I'm just too much of a Louisianian uh, to to be detached, although I do believe that the best place for me uh, would be uh, the Treasure Coast of Florida, and um, I just, I just really love it. I felt, you know, I actually uh, began to like it um, several months ago, but I actually fell in love with it. New Year's uh, was down there for uh, several days on New Year's, and uh, I went and visited the beaches and just, gee, oh, I just absorbed them. I, I devoured them, you know. And um, fell in love, and so I'm going to uh, move to the island, to the to Hutchinson Island, and um, enjoy that that life for a while, and see what may come, the Lord may bring, and I certainly do uh, thank all of you for coming along with me. I'm thanking you ahead of time for coming along with me, but I'm going to maintain. Uh, obviously a hand in Louisiana politics uh, because, like I said, you'll be hearing about it. I'll be telling you about it. I have some friends that uh, may very well be uh, headed for high office here in the state, and who knows, I very well may want to help them do some of that. But right now, let's see what we can do to um, ease on down the road together because um, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but they are mighty uh, through God for the tearing down of strongholds uh, yeah that's um, 2 Corinthians 10.4 and yeah, I say roger that What strongholds, friends, might you have that you are reinforcing? What strongholds might you have? And so I want us all to, first of all, put aside the foolishness that we have been engaged in so stringently 
And you know what it is. There is a certain pettiness that does go on in our individual circles. Eradicate it. Get rid of it. Life, my friends, don't you see? Can't you see? It, it, it can actually be so short that, um, hey, you may very well waste some of it because you spend your time on the, we spend our time on the wrong thing. Americans. We spend our time on the wrong thing and building relationships that can be healthy can be the right thing. And, and we need one another. But we don't need one another in a socialist kind of way. We need one another. And we need to listen and hear one another. We need to listen and we need to hear. Listen to and we need to hear one another. And any of you out there from this point forward, I'm telling you, I am dedicated to listening to what you have to say. And also, we need to understand that big tech can and is dividing the country. What kind of war will that be? Who will be the targets of it? The president was very much against any type of violence. Listen to what he says speech well. It's going to be incredibly interesting to see what Donald John Trump does next. And it's going to be incredibly interesting to see just how Nancy Pelosi's derangement will, I don't know, play out. If you watch her closely, you'll see that there is a rage in that woman that is absolutely toxic. And it very well could be permeating through the party, but the fuel for it is, strangely enough, is AOC. Even though AOC is in a bit being a bit chastised right now, it is a twisted, sordid type of relationship that the Democrats have with one another. And it also seems as though our nation is experiencing the same imbalance. 
Why? Because you become like those who are leading you. So guess what? We need new leaders. Don't we? We need new leaders. And guess what? We are still in charge of this country. So why not? Let's have them. The Democrats somehow got what they wanted through manipulation. Oh, my friends, fellow Americans, fellow patriots, conservatives, Republicans, Christians, I'm speaking to you, particularly pastors. You have a responsibility. And you may rail against this. You may rail against that. But if you don't rail against the Caesars that your people are subject to in the communities that they live in, that you live in, and you can rail against the uh, homosexuals if you want. You can rail against whatever you want. But the Caesars in your communities will always have the last word because your people are subject to them. And you, being the spiritual leader, have not given them or equipped them with the things they need in the word of God so that they can deflect the wiles of the devil, of evil. And so we come now to a point in time where the message is pray and fight and then choose you right now, this day, all of you, what it is, as for me, who it is, I will serve. But you you must choose what it is you will serve. I will serve uh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's what I will, that, that's who I will serve. That's the, the precepts of that God. I, I will serve that. I will serve him all the days of my life. And forever give him the praise all of my days. You must choose what it is and who it is you will serve this day. That is the only way you're going to define who you are and it will guide you to your destination. Remember what I told you. Definition equals destination. The definition of gender, family, the definition of church, faith, is in fact the cornerstone of the destination of how people view their gender. Well, oh, we've already redefined it. I mean, we've already done it. It's already happened. The redefinition of family has already happened. Where were you? It's already happened. Redefinition of marriage? You weren't around for that? Did you get that memo? 
redefinition of marriage has already happened. And the redefinition of elections has already happened. Man, I wish I could put that Dominion software on my uh, bank account or something so that I could uh, manipulate the figures that way. <laughs> wouldn't you? Wouldn't you like that? Oh, man. Was it, I mean, might as well. They were doing it everywhere. They did that with your vote. That is the voice that you have for your bank account. Oh, yeah, when you vote, you vote for your bank account, too. Oh, yes, you do. No, you're going you're gonna to find out. If you don't believe me, you're going to find out. You just hide and watch, buddy. <laughs> well, hey, friends, um, if you don't have the C.L. Bryant Show, download free the app onto your favorite device. Um, all of the shows are archived there. And I thank you for coming along with us as we have built the bridge to conversation today. Throughout our great nation, um, on the C.L. Bryant Show, uh, thank you again for making the show as popular as you have. Um, tell a friend about us as well. Uh, right now, though, I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day. And I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, my heartfelt desire for each and every one of you is that God will bless and keep you all right there in the hollow of his hand. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.